Hello, you are listening to Michiana Speak Out for Tuesday, August 17th, 2021. My name is Keith Thews, and you are hooked up here with a very interactive and informative podcast newscast where you can leave us a voicemail if you'd like, and we'll share that in the show, or we can give you a call. Um, But right now, before we get started, we have this very important information, and then on to the news with... SRN and News Nation. I'm Sergeant Kayla Miller with Michiana Crime Stoppers. The Plymouth Police Department is investigating the disappearance of 11-month-old Mercedes Lane. Mercedes, as you can see here, is a white female, two feet tall, 19 pounds, with blonde hair and brown eyes. Mercedes was last seen with 37-year-old Justin Lee Miller on Thursday, August 12th at 9 p.m. Justin and his vehicle have been recovered, and he has been arrested for neglect of a dependent. But Mercedes is still missing and believed to be in extreme danger and may need medical attention. At the request of local law enforcement, Michiana Crime Stoppers is offering a reward of up to $1,000 for any information that leads to Mercedes being found or the solving of her disappearance. You can provide anonymous tips by calling Michiana Crime Stoppers at 574-288-STOP or 800-342-STOP. You can also use our P3 app or head over to our website. Remember, it's our community. It's your call. News Nation This Hour, I'm Vic Vaughn. The Taliban has held its first news conference. A Taliban spokesman speaking Dari promises they'll respect women's rights, but qualified it by saying it'll do so within Islamic law. Says that Taliban won't exact revenge, rather that they'll secure the Islamic Emirate. That's the Taliban's name for Afghanistan. Rupert Colville is spokesman for the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights. For the time being, again, understandably, given the past history, these declarations have been greeted with some skepticism. Speaking from Geneva, the U.S. military's operation to evacuate thousands of Americans and Afghan nationals from Kabul is expected to last through the end of the month. President Biden has authorized the deployment of a disaster assistance response team known as DART to Haiti. Team leader Dave Taylor has details on their capabilities. 52,000 pounds of specialized tools and equipment including hydraulic concrete breaking equipment, saws, porches, and drills, along with advanced medical equipment to assist with search and rescue operations. The team's helping Haitians respond to Saturday's 7.2 magnitude earthquake. Thousands of buildings were destroyed. More than 1,400 people are confirmed dead. Many are missing. 6,000-plus are hospitalized. The Dixie Fire in Northern California is threatening the town of Susanville. It's the seat of Lassen County, home to some 18,000 people, two state prisons, and a casino. They've been warned to be ready for evacuations. Wildfires now within a few miles. Little's known yet about the Lambda variant of the coronavirus. Dr. David Weber with the Society for Healthcare Epidemiology of America says your best protection is still to get a COVID-19 vaccine. Every person who's unvaccinated uh, it's really a little incubator for developing a new variant. Lambda may be more infectious than other variants and more resistant to vaccination antibodies. That's not yet been confirmed. Scientists say more research is needed. It's so far been found in 44 U.S. states. And New York City's now asking restaurants, gyms, museums, and other indoor venues to have patrons show proof of vaccination against COVID-19. The new rules went into effect today. 
Find News Nation on your cable or satellite provider and stay up to date around the clock at NewsNationNow.com and the News Nation Now app. I'm Vic Vaughn. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. U.S. Senator Tom Cotton says despite efforts by the White House to blame former President Trump for the chaos in Afghanistan, responsibility falls squarely on the shoulders of President Biden. Um, you know, the Biden administration has complained about a lot of Trump policies that didn't uh, prevent them from changing almost every Trump policy that they adopted, uh, such as the Remain in Mexico policy at the border. Yet somehow this is the one policy, the Afghan policy, and if your hands are tied and they can do nothing. Senator Cotton was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. A Taliban spokesman has promised that the insurgents, whoever ran Afghanistan in recent days, will be respecting women's rights. In his first news conference, the spokesman, who has been a shadowy figure for years, doubled down on the Taliban's efforts to convince the world that he has changed from the group that imposed a brutal rule on the country in the 1990s. He promised the Taliban would honor women's rights, but within the norms of Islamic law. He also said the group wanted private media to remain independent, but stressed journalists should not work against national values. I'm Zaria Shakli. Also at SRNews.com, some areas in Haiti could get up to 15 inches of rain from Tropical Storm Grace. And that's forced a temporary halt to the Haitian government's response to the deadly weekend earthquake. Just over 1,400 people were killed. After struggling for months to persuade Americans to get the COVID-19 vaccine, U.S. health officials could be facing a fresh challenge now. Talking vaccinated people into getting booster shots. As early as this week, authorities are expected to recommend an extra dose of the vaccine for all Americans eight months after they got their second shot. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 379 points. The Nasdaq is off 168. This is SRN News. A Christian recording artist urges the church to wake up. Grammy Award winner Michael W. Smith says the country is awash in fatherlessness and it's time for believers to do something about it. Smith tells the Christian Post, quote, We need a lot of surrogate dads. We have thousands of young men who need mentors, and I don't think that's the government's job. I think it's the church's job to mentor. About 40% of America's school children are living without their fathers. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A narrow escape for a Christian couple in Pakistan. International Christian Concern reports that the husband and wife, who had been sentenced to death for allegedly committing blasphemy, had arrived safely in Europe. A Pakistani court had tossed out the death sentences, but the couple were still at risk of being killed by their neighbors. Pakistan has some of the most draconian blasphemy laws in the world. Christians are the usual targets. This is SRN News. Students in the Tampa Bay area in quarantine. Hillsborough County Public Schools revealed that 5,599 students and 316 employees in the district were either in isolation or quarantine. Isolation refers to individuals who have tested positive for COVID-19, while quarantine indicates people who have had a close contact with a positive coronavirus case, according to a statement from the district. Hillsborough County District currently requires masks to be worn in schools, but an opt-out provision does exist. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed an executive order last month, making mask mandates in the state schools optional to let parents decide whether or not their children should be required to wear face coverings while in educational settings. Bernie Bennett reporting. Vaccine mandates expanding in New York. The state has ordered hospital and nursing home workers to get vaccinated. And New York City 
will require them for anyone in restaurant, dining rooms, gyms, museums, and many other leisure venues. More details at srnnews.com. I'm John Scott. Welcome back. Good afternoon. How's your Tuesday going? You got Keith on this end, your host, with the most information that we can share this afternoon. And our top story is that little Plymouth girl, 11-month-old, the parents have been arrested and charged with neglect, but she is still missing and, again, believed to be in extreme danger. And uh, we ask that you please share this podcast with your friends so they can get up to speed on all of the information pertaining to this girl's disappearance. It's vitally important uh, that she is found and found alive and well, and the FBI has been in on the investigation as well, trying to uh, help rescue this little girl. So that's what's going on. We were hoping to talk to Adam Bajowski today. He's been sharing some stories from a gentleman named Trent about the situation in Afghanistan. And it sounds, from what I have read and shared, that it's pretty dire. Um, A lot of horrific things are happening over there. There's a great feeling of abandonment and neglect of the soldiers and of the citizenry down there in Afghanistan. And I was led to be informed this morning or this afternoon at work that um, the picture that was shared yesterday of people dropping from the plane, apparently now it's come out and it was not two people that dropped to their demise, it was three people that dropped to the end of their lives just trying to, to get out and be rescued from horrific conditions that they do expect to come in. Reportedly this morning, the Taliban did extend some uh, grace towards the citizenry and the transition, but it's a very precarious one at that. And um, a lot of the folks over there in Afghanistan that are from Afghanistan, not Americans, but Afghanistanis, They remember those days when the Taliban ruled Afghanistan and the horrible treatment. And then they also remember the much more liberal and free treatment that once the United States came in and and liberated the country and they had their own provisional government and and so on, even with Hamid Karzai and so on. It, It just worked out a lot better. But unfortunately, it looks like everything is going uh backpedaling radically into uh, into reverse so we uh, we, want, we will plan on talking to Adam hopefully tomorrow um, and also try to schedule in another interview uh, or redo interview with Alvin Alvin Johnson so also the uh, the death toll continues to climb in Haiti it's still a horrific situation over there they need our help as much as prayers for Afghanistan. Well, prayers and uh, assistance in necessary items, um, plus money, obviously, to legitimate organizations will definitely uh, be needed um, for the folks there in Haiti. The death toll continues to climb. The south side of the country got the worst. Now, one thing that I have not heard is uh, obviously there are two countries that are a part of the 
island that Haiti is on, the Dominican Republic on the left-hand side, and Haiti on the right. And uh, we have not heard, I have not heard any reports from the Dominican Republic on, uh, on any disaster that they have befallen from the Saturday morning quake. So please, um, lift up a lot of prayers. There's a lot of need out there today. The girl needs to be found. The mess that's over in Afghanistan needs to be settled. And the disaster that's unfolded in the country of Haiti, um, it's going to take time to clean up. And it's going to need everybody's assistance um, in, in, in quite a number of ways. They went through so much, and they're going through so much more uh, again here in 2021. Anyway, I don't have much more to, uh, to give for the, the podcast commentary. It is a very beautiful day. The rain was supposed to be hitting, but that's been pushed back until tomorrow. So get out and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful weather that's out there. Uh, temperatures are in the low 80s. The humidity has gone up. But overall, it's really, really a, a nice, uh, you know, a really nice day. So get out and uh, enjoy it. Coming up next, we have Happy and Whole and Him, a new podcast episode that was debuted and downloaded into our library this morning from Pastor Joel. So take care. Enjoy your Tuesday. I will be back tomorrow afternoon with some interviews. Hi, I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church and welcome again to Happy and Whole in Him. James 3 is likely the most popular message in the Bible about the most powerful muscle in the body, our tongues. James begins, Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. We saw yesterday that one of the most hazardous occupations is that of the teacher. Teachers will be judged with more severity because of their ability to influence others with their words. But this passage is not just for teachers. James adds in verse 2, For we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, and James just said we all stumble, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. James' point is that no one is perfect, and we are all prone to stumble the moment we start wagging our tongues. Friends, though, we can thank God that he did send a perfect man, our Lord Jesus Christ, who did bridle his tongue, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father, speaking good words about you and I. And we can thank Jesus also for inspiring James to instruct us regarding our own tongues. James now gives two illustrations to explain just how powerful this muscle really is in relation to its size. James compares the tongue to a horse's bit and a ship's rudder. Verse 3, If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. 
so also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. These two instruments were common in James' day. We might use the steering wheel of a car as an illustration now. Even the smallest car, it's too heavy for an individual to pick up and carry. But even a weak person can use a steering wheel and guide the car wherever they want. Just like a rider could guide a large horse with a small piece of metal in the mouth. And in James' day, there were boats that could carry a thousand people. Think of the size. And yet these huge vessels were guided by a relatively small piece of wood sticking out of the back. And James says, so also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. Do you realize that your tongue is this powerful? It steers the course in life. Now initially it seems James is saying that the person who controls the tongue can control the rest of the body. In fact, one commentator says, just as the bit and rudder really do master the violence of the horse and of the storm, so the tongue is the key factor in controlled living. Do you agree with this? Is this what James is saying to us? Does James say, control the tongue and you got the rest covered? No, actually James is going to say in verse 8 that no one can tame the tongue. James is setting us up for chapter 4 and our need for grace. I mean, consider these illustrations. For the horse, it is the rider by use of a bit who directs the animal. For the ship, it's the pilot's will that then uses the rudder to guide the vessel. For you and I, it is our heart which moves our tongue and guides our person. James is making clear that you and I, we need new hearts because our heart is the key factor. Our heart is in control. James has actually given us a riddle that will not be solved until we get to the next chapter. But I would not be a very good teacher if I left us without an answer to this riddle. So I'm going to go to the fifth century for a quote to answer this riddle. Augustine, he explains that James does not say no one can tame the tongue, but that no man can tame the tongue. So when it is tamed, we admit that it was done by the mercy of God, the assistance of God, the grace of God. My friend, failures in our speech reflect the failures in our hearts. Our tongue is a frequent witness to the crimes that are going on in our hearts. Jeremiah 17, 9. And you and I, we cannot give ourselves heart transplants. Only God can. So, friend, when you see your tongue leading you down the wrong path, cry out to God, confessing your guilt, and trust that He rewards those who diligently seek Him. And remember His promise in Ezekiel eleven nineteen, where God says, I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. And then live without fear, because God never disowns His children because of their stumbling. Yes, God hates the sin, but He loves the new creation in Christ you have become. Remember who you are and who you belong to. More than you used to, if you're like most Americans, the 2021 State of the Bible Report finds that more than 181 million people opened the Bible in the past year, up 7%. 11% of Americans say they read the Scriptures every day of the week, while 14% do it several times a week, and 9% say they open the book at least once every seven days. 
At the other end of the spectrum, 29% of the general population never reads the Bible. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Hi, good evening. This is John Schaefer, and I want to encourage the listeners to share this station with your family and friends, and even share it on your own personal Facebook page. We need more listeners, and we need people that will tune in on a daily basis, listen to the various numerous broadcasts, and uh, tell us what you think. Go back to the Facebook group site and tell us what you think. And tell your friends to listen in. We would appreciate that so much here at the SME station. Have a great week. And as always, thank you for listening. When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you'll make rent or you lost your job. When you don't know where to turn, let 211 be your guiding light. Our guides are ready to connect you with the help you need. 211, how can I help you? Call or visit 211.org. 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. Hoping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council. Do you feel like your emotions are all over the place? That's normal during this abnormal time. There are a number of ways to cope. Maintain a healthy routine, get enough sleep, eat nutritious food, and exercise at least 30 minutes each day. Schedule some time to talk with a friend or family member. And remember, you can always take a few deep breaths to feel more centered. Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org. This concludes this episode of Michiana Speak Out. Come on back tomorrow and be informed and educated. See you tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock for our daily newscast.